Hello, Dance Robot Dance listeners. This is Mark speaking to you. Uh, it wouldn't be an episode of our show. We didn't have a small technical snafu. So you will hear to uh, hear us refer to Eric a couple times. Eric showed up, chatted with us, and then didn't record his track. So we kind of cut around him a little bit. Uh, we will hopefully one day get to do an episode where this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Enjoy the show. <clears throat> but um, ugh, we were just talking about... Yeah, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Hey, for new listeners, hi, welcome to that segue where we introduce ourselves. Um, today, uh, we've got uh, Eric with us. Eric, say hi. Okay, that's Eric. He's uh, he's a very positive person. Um, but uh, we've also got, why don't you guys just, we got Tim and Mark. Say hi, Tim and Mark. Hi, Tim and Mark. There you go. Hi, Tim and Mark. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim and Mark. <laughs> and uh, I'm Christy, and I'll be the girl and the host today. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see how this goes. This is my first time hosting. So uh, listeners, be kind and keep your comments YouTube appropriate, which means anything. <laughs> For our explicitly um, labeled podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Our little red e but, um, yeah, today we've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, to get through. We've been focusing a lot lately on um, some uh, pretty recent pop culture and geek stuff, which is, you know, our, our jam. So we're going to touch on Suicide Squad a bit, I think, but uh, we've, got, we've got some fun stuff for the, um, for the majority of the podcast to talk about. So, uh, yeah, let, let's get to it. You guys said... Can I, uh, can what, I just that? comment on uh, your use of the word jam? Um, is that a millennial thing? Like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay, what? I, okay, what is a millennial? Like, what is the age group of a millennial again? Technically, we're all millennials, but we're right on the line in '81. <laughs> we're no, we're right at the extreme. Yeah, 1981 is like the cutoff for millennial. I think like millennial yeah. slash Gen X. Oh, um, but if you're talking to. Yeah. I remember a time before computers. I remember the first computer that I ever got had Dig Dug. Sorry. Sorry, it's a millennial thing. <gasps> Only my first yeah. time through. The second time through, I did digital, but the first time through, I had to line up for an entire day to yeah. sign up for my classes. Third, and third time was a charm? Uh, I haven't gone a third time, so I guess we'll find out when I do. <laughs> See, though, I the standing in line and you know waiting for your classes, that must have been horrible. But at the same time, I had that generation, I'm part of that generation where they're still figuring everything out. So they're trying things that don't work just because they have technology. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. No, no, no. The millennials aren't trying it. It was the two generations before us that were still in charge and trying to do like integrated technology that they didn't understand. Baby boomers. Yeah. Yes. Ugh, fucking hate baby boomers. Yeah. Sorry, That's... everyone who's a baby boomer and listening. Yeah, all, th- all what, none of them probably. Yeah, all, all any of our parents maybe. That's yeah. About it. Oh, yeah. Maybe my mom and dad. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like he, uh, he says fuck a lot, a lot for considering how we supposedly raised him well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was a preacher's kid, and I say fucking every other word, every other sentence. <laughs> that explains so much. It does actually explain an awful lot. <laughs> that I was a preacher kid? Yes. How does that explain anything? It's always the religious ones. Well, I'm not religious anymore. No, but I was the same way. Like, I was raised pretty strictly Catholic and fucking swung way the other direction. Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't, mm-hmm. and I still turned out like a heathen piece of shit, so... <laughs> You're just destined for that. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like I skewed from like pure Satanism back to the middle more than the other, the other things. So. Ah, yes. Pure Satanism. Yeah. If such a thing exists. If there is such well, a thing. Well, I, I don't know. I think the pure Satanism exists somewhere. Probably hell. If there uh, is a hell. That's probably pure. Aren't those like, should those actually, seem like mutually exclusive though. Pure you should actually. Satanism. If you, if you actually read up on Satanism, it's really I just know. atheist for interesting people. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's hilarious. It's all it's, belief it's in yourself. It's atheist for anarchists, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me see here. But anyway. Um, yes, so, Suicide Squad. When did you see it and how did you guys see it? Like, before we talk about what we thought about it, what was the, um, how, like, what, what drove you to see it besides a car? Pretty much Batman. Well, uh, Margot Robbie in the outfit. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty much what got me out of the house. Yeah, I didn't like her though. I went to see it because I felt like it was a should be seen. Um, I went to see Suicide Squad because I felt like I I should. I didn't really want to, to be perfectly honest. Not because I, you know, I didn't think it was going to be good. I just um, I was a little nervous about it because of all the hype, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm a big DC fanboy, so I was going to see it regardless. It was not the DC movie I was the most excited about, but I did think that it had some potential. And I will reserve my actual thoughts for it until we get to what we thought after yeah. seeing it. Well, I don't know. I saw it at the drive-in, so uh, it was very dark the projectionist was not particularly great, so I didn't get to enjoy the effects that much, which meant that I got to watch it for its um, its acting and cool. script. Well, that's unfortunate, because I think the visuals were one of the things it did have going for it, was it was really heavily stylized, and I think that that was one of the things that did work, um, was like particularly the credit sequences and like some of the flashback sequences and stuff. Um, were pretty well done in terms of the visuals and sort of the filters used and that sort of thing. Does anybody would anybody agree with that? Yeah, I yeah. The, uh, where they were flashing up the information, like where they had the style yeah. sheets and all that kind of stuff. I was like, that's really neat, and it was done in a way that was not like the really standard. Like, oh, we're just gonna it's gonna look like a computer screen. Yeah. It looked like handwriting and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Did it have my? Oh, sorry. And while we're talking about that, Mark and I talked about this offline a little bit, but. Um, for Harley Quinn's, it did mention that she was uh, suspected. I'm not sure if it mentioned it was confirmed that she was the one that killed uh, Robin. Oh. So that, which... I think, is going to be really interesting to explore in maybe the future Batman movies. Okay. We're talking about visuals. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you guys thought this, but when I was watching the um, – you were just talking about the pop-ups um, that came up with, like, all their information and their name and stuff. Did that not remind you of Borderlands? I've never played it. I haven't played it either. I'm... It reminded me of Sherlock, is what it kind of reminded me of. What? Just, like, way I more mean, stylized and way more, like, Suicide remind... Squad branded, I guess. But It like, reminded just... me of... Sorry, go ahead. No, that's, that was pretty much it. It just had that, like, that grungy style that they were using for everything, as opposed to being, like, the really sharp, like, Blackberry text or whatever. Mm. It reminded me of, uh, like, the 
DC like who's who books, which is going back way to like the mid eighties. But yeah, um, it was, it was basically like a profile page for each of the characters. And so like, that's what these DC books were. Like it was, they spent like a year right around the time where they completely revamped the DC universe, releasing these issues that were no stories, just profile page after profile page. So like even minor villains and stuff like that would get one. And that's what they felt like to me, which I felt was like a nice kind of nod. It felt really comic booky to me. Yeah. No, it did feel secret files kind of thing as well. It did feel like a lot more comic. Yeah. Um, it was also maybe like Tarantino-y because there have been some Tarantino movies where he's done that too. Like, uh, was it? I think on uh, Inglorious Bastards there was something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, like the, when when they were entering the characters and, and Hateful Eight as well. Mm-hmm. No, I. So speaking of tough sits, oh, Hateful Eight that was a a long movie. I haven't seen oh, that yet. It, it was it was long, but it it fucking kept me on the edge of my seat though. But I think once you get past that, like once they're all in the cabin, like once they get there, I was like, okay, I'm good. But like that first hour or whatever, I was like, holy yeah. fucking it was, shit. It was, it was like just an exercise in suspense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you know what, though? I, mm, I, I was a little frustrated because I liked those pop-ups so much. There was the one character who was killed. Um, the Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah, he was um, – he didn't get – any sort of introduction, he was just brought out of a van and then killed. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah, it was, it was to prove. A, a minority character to do right? that the with. That's guy. So cliche. But like they could have picked a, a white dude or something. Well, for the amount they actually used Boomerang, they could have just done it to him, mm-hmm, too. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my concern going into the movie. Yeah. That was yeah. my my concern going into the movie was that they they, they had such an ensemble cast is that I really didn't think that they were going to use everybody adequately and I feel like yeah. I was right for the most part on oh, that. I mean they're you're totally justified. In yeah, there were some there were they... some people that they did do a, a pretty good job on even though the actual story itself was pretty thin. Yeah. But uh, but there was definitely like I I would definitely have liked to have seen more of sort of character development for Croc and Boomerang. Yeah, Croc and was Bo- just. I could not. I was overcome with ridiculous when he was like, "What's you know? What do you want?" He was like, "BET." I was like, "Are you serious?" Well, there has been. I mean, there has been like versions of Croc that have been portrayed like that, where he is very, let's say, urban. Yeah, gangster. Um, Yeah. And uh, it's it's been it's been done a lot better than they sort of did it in the movie yeah yeah we were talking offline that came that to me like my first reference for that was when the azarello did the run right after jim lee mm-hmm. uh that was like that killer croc i was like, like around, that was the, very... around the hush era well just after hush actually yeah. i think like, they took that i think they took batman over right after hush and killer croc was that was very much that version mm-hmm. of killer like of the character where it's very street kind of thing yeah. going on. I think that's a valid take, but I think my favorite take on Croc is sort of the, uh, the outcast version where like, he doesn't really want to live in the sewers and stuff. It's just yeah. that because that's kinda. the way he looks, he has to. Yeah. Uh, and he's like tried to, you know, sort of exist in normal society, but just, it never works out. So he's basically thrust into a life of crime and, you know, living below the streets and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they really didn't use him enough in the movie. No. Like it was for a character that's well, he's not like a huge name in the rogues, like Batman's rogues gallery, but he is definitely he's like more the top prominent. Ten. Than those. Uh, for, top twenty, which, which, at least. Yeah, 
Which for Batman's rogues gallery is pretty high, considering that is extremely it is. high. Like I it's just, a massive rogues gallery. <clears throat> Speaking of Batman, I didn't think there was enough Batfleck. Like I wanted more Batfleck. Yeah. It wasn't a Batman movie though. I know, but I just mm, I I always I've I've really grown fond of Batfleck. And uh, there were just moments, like, when they were trying to make Will Smith's character, they were trying to make Deadshot, you know, a family man. And, you know, yeah. trying to build his character by using Batfleck, I was just like, well, you know, give us more than, than just this, like, 15-second thing where you introduce to his daughter, and we don't really feel that compelled to love the daughter because the daughter's just a goody two-shoes. And then at the end, <laughs> with that moment, when he's like... She's like, Daddy, don't do it. Daddy, don't do it. Because she's a vision. That was pretty fucking contrived. I was yeah. like, and then Will Smith cries. It's like, get out. Okay? Yeah. He's like... Well, it was, it was really, like, it was the Will Smith portion of the movie where, like, oh, well, we have Will Smith as our star. We probably should have him do Will Smith things. Yeah. Kind of. Like, cry and shoot like, someone? Yeah, exactly. And, or just have like, a, and have a kid. It's not very yeah. fresh Prince, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> How great um, would it have been if Killer Croc was actually played by Carlton? <laughs> I'd have preferred uh, to climb in to a sewer system. That have been. I would have preferred it if it had been DJ Jazzy Jeff, but oh, yeah, that's just better. aging that's myself. I think. Yeah. I don't know. More Croc or, uh, dancing. Or Uncle Phil. He's got the body type. So oh, that he, died. he died. He died. He's dead. <laughs> um, um, but in terms of the Batfleck, like I did like um, the Batfleck even though they didn't use them that much, but I think it, in my opinion, I think it was about the right amount, but um, it was nice to see Batman from the villain's point of view. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in both of the flashbacks, in the Harley and Joker flashback and in the, uh, uh, the, cro- or the, the <coughs> dead, dead shot uh, flashback, I thought that that was a nice, a nice twist. Mm-hmm. I think too, uh, like Eric's probably just as guilty of this as I am because like we kept seeing all the tweets from all of our friends while they were shooting the Batman, like the Lamborghini sequence mm-hmm. in Toronto, I had that built up as such a big part of the movie for some reason, and then I was like, "Oh, that was thirty seconds." Oh no, I just I don't know. I had I had seen so much of it ahead of time that I was like, "Oh, that's it." Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It, like even the helicopter scenes were, you know, short and not uh, not as compelling as I was, you know, led to believe they would be from the shooting rumors but again well, we were, like, the visuals were the best part of that movie we were we were discussing like offline about how uh a lot of the joker stuff got cut that's the rumor that's been going around this week is that like he even jared leto is not super happy with how much of his performance got cut from the movie well he yeah, was great i didn't i wasn't super keen on him but i wouldn't say like, he's great i wouldn't say it's the worst take on the joker i wouldn't say it's the best well no. that's the thing though like comparatively to it's, some of the other performances you have to give some credit like after heath ledger any joker was going to be a no good joker I, I would say it's a valid it's a valid take on the joker like it's it's clearly very uh um very much uh influenced by scott snyder and greg capullo's run on uh batman but uh, yeah, I don't think it's the ideal Joker by any stretch. Maybe he was just yeah, uh, but they can't they can't cast Mark Hamill. So yes, what are we gonna do, right? Like, oh God, can you imagine like a, a Dark Knight Returns movie with Mark Hamill as the, as like an aged like decrepit Joker? That would be amazing. Uh, that would be fucking epic. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Take my money. Like, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> Even if it was just like a fucking like twenty minute short, I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah, if they just did the. Uh, 
the fairground sequence with him in it, oh, just yeah. to have him do the death scene, I would yeah. be, uh, I'd be in for that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Overall, I found Suicide Squad super disappointing. Like, I, ugh. I didn't I say, enjoy it. I mean, the plot obviously was pretty garbage. It could have been, they could have done so much more with it. DC has such an amazing stable of villains that picking one of the squad members as the villains was kind of bullshit and a total fucking cop-out, and the yeah. faceless villains was total bullshit, but I think they nailed two things, which is the visuals and the characterizations. The fucking actors, the casting was great for virtually every character, and the I think the portrayals that every actor put into it were, were excellent. They were just put in oh. a shitty situation. Yeah, apparently the guy, the director only had six <coughs> weeks to write the, the actual script. Yeah. And, um, no, the actors were great. I mean, it wasn't a matter of, you know, shitty acting, per se, as much as it was they couldn't... Like, you had this horrible script. Like, for instance... I thought the, it was... I thought the first hour, like the introductory hour, I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm having a yeah, good time yeah. watching this. Yeah. And then they got on the helicopter to go to, what was the city? Mid- Midway City or Midway whatever? Midway City, yeah. Yeah. They got on the helicopters to go there, and it just ground to a fucking halt. And I was like, uh, yeah. what happened here? For me, it was just like, there was that one, there was the bar scene where they were like, where Harley was like, yeah, we're villains. Like, this is what we do. And then they were like, no. And then when the, um, oh, I'm so sorry. I forget his name. The pyro guy. El Diablo. El Diablo. Diablo, I should know that. I watched a really great musician, a magician named El Diablo of the cards. (laughs) But, um, no, El Diablo in that moment was like, I lost one family. I'm not about to lose another. I was like, you've known these people for 10 minutes. They did that a lot. They did a lot of that yeah. where they're like, oh, I'm not going to lose another family. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys were in jail together for like 13 seconds before yeah, exactly. they shipped you out to it's die. Like, when, did, when did you guys start <laughs> liking each other between all yeah. of the zombie people and, and like, shooting? I don't understand why they had any fondness for Harley whatsoever, considering she pretty much left them all to die with the Joker and then so came back. Came back. I- and I was like, they, okay, she's the hot chick, so we have to love her. Like, yeah, okay. Well, I think it was that they they sort of recognized how broken she is, That's and true. they and they empathize with that quite a bit. So I could sort of see them, you know, they they might have been in that on the opposite side of that situation at times, and were sort of taken back into the fold. Like for instance, maybe Captain Boomerang in terms of the rogues, that sort of thing. I'm really curious to see how they play out the rogues in the Flash movie compared to the TV show now. Yeah. Um, because Not because of Boomerang. Have they done Boomerang on the show? I'm sure they... Um, if they did, it wasn't memorable. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember it specifically. <laughs> but like, I'll be really curious to see how they do Captain Cold now. Yeah. Uh, because I love the guy uh, who's playing Snart on break. the TV show. Yeah. yeah. But he's fucking awesome on that and Legends of Tomorrow. So now it's going to be... Bringing a new Captain Cold in for the Flash movie, I'm sure they won't do it right away. It's gonna be that's gonna be a hard like. I guess if you want to multiverse it and really piss off piss off Grant Gustin, you could bring uh, what's his name in (laughs) (laughs) to play Captain Cold. That would be the meanest thing they could do. But yeah, it would be. I would love. I think I think Grant Gustin could hand his own uh, or hold his own against uh, Batfleck and. most of those actors are relatively new too, so I don't see why him. Like we probably talked about this before, but I don't see why him being in the movie would be a problem. Like yeah. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Like have him be in there. I mean, it does raise the question: like in the what universe it, are we? Yeah, is it a different universe where yeah. the same Grant Gustin Flash? Are we seeing that TV Flash? And then why is Felicity not there? 
being amazing like she is on there. <laughs> taking care of everything taking care of everything yeah. with her computer skills and being cute or whatever but this is you know it's funny this is why i liked jessica jones so much um versus like watching something like this you know big dc movie and like thinking about all the tv shows they've been letting out recently i liked that jessica jones was like a step away from the um absolutely incredible you know like sure she has super strength and stuff and um but we didn't see a ton of everything all the time you know what i mean like it it was more subdued about them as people being superheroes yeah Yeah, that's a lot this is tim's probably gonna call me on this but like i feel like that's a little bit more of like a marvel ground level thing like they tend to do that a little bit better in the comics too where like the ground level guys are the ground level guys and then there's the bigger cosmic kind of side of stuff whereas dc everybody just kind of gets mishmashed in with it um yeah i'd agree with that for the most part i mean dc does <coughs> sorry uh dc does like you know really grand and massive storylines i would say better than uh marvel oh, yeah. does, but marvel definitely uh i think has an advantage in terms of the sort of down to earth you know uh yeah more, more sort of real life kind of shit Mm. I find I find there's I always like their I like the street level guys mainly that those are the books that I'll read like I read Daredevil I read like I read Batman on the DC side and that's about all I read on the DC side and then but like Daredevil I love Heroes for Hire guys like both those characters I love um, I've read all the Jessica Jones stuff so like those are characters that I really like and it's all because they're just outside of like reality as opposed to being like alien brought down to earth superpower god dead of reality. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they even did that like with Suicide Squad. Everything was about their power, less about them as people. Like we did see with El Diablo, there was like a little bit of the, the feeling. Like they touch on it, but it's never enough to really want you to invest in a character. In like, uh, that's that's like, called shitty script writing, yeah. though. I think, and that, more than anything. I think that at the core was my issue with Suicide Squad. That movie could have been so cool and so fun if it had just taken itself a little less seriously, and the script had been edited. Like, I mean, it, it didn't feel like it was vetted at all. It felt like it was just, like, a guy who really liked all these characters and put them together and did what he thought an audience would need if the audience knew nothing about superheroes. Like, it was, like, yeah. writing it for idiots. Wasn't the, the original cut super long, though? Like, I think it could have done with being longer in places especially in terms of character development i still felt like that that first 15 minutes between like them landing in the city and then kind of like figuring out what's going on like that needed to be trimmed the fuck down so i don't know if a longer version of that was going to help me enjoy the movie anymore because that's when i started like sneaking peeks at my phone trying to figure out where i was and trying because it wasn't it wasn't a great action sequence like it wasn't you know like something amazing like the fucking cap and iron man and bucky fight in uh, yeah. civil war or something like yeah. that like it wasn't you know it wasn't getting people like all fucking riled up and get, giving them huge boners it was just being like hey look this is what these people can do and that was the weird part for me about the structure of the movie too where you're like it's it's like the introduction you're having a blast you're meeting all the characters like you're like finally meeting an on-screen harley quinn which is a big deal for like yeah, all the batman fans in the room deal. Yeah, and then, like, it just goes right into the climax, like a very extended climax, it felt like. Yeah, I felt Harley was... Very disappointing climax. Yeah, well, also very disappointing. Are we using phrasing still? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But I thought Harley was kind of wasted, because she was just this sexualized thing that didn't want anything to do except to kill and Joker. And, like, sure, that's Harley Quinn. She loves, you know, hurting people, and she loves Joker. But it was just so thin, you know, like, 
They tried to give her substance with the flashbacks, and I thought the flashbacks were awesome. Like, when she and Joker fell in the vat of that acid, I was like, mm, okay. My my question was, like, they fell, if they fell into a vat that shallow, they'd both be dead. Oh, it wasn't shallow, <laughs> so, though. It wasn't when shallow. They both, yeah, but they both stood up to have sex or whatever they were doing they were at the floating end. floating because it was a buoyant acid. From the, yeah. from the waist up? That's some buoyanty acid. Like, that was a weird <laughs> editing call. Now you're just nitpicking. That's true, but it's and when I when I was watching it, I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, okay. Took me out of it for a second. I just I don't know. It needed more Joker because maybe Jared Leto's performance was better in other scenes. Like we don't know. I I enjoyed him at first. I was like, "Uh," and it's funny that we mentioned millennials earlier because I was like, "This is the millennial Joker." Like, oh, it is. It's the fucking Brooklyn hipster Joker. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is. That's yeah, it I really saw that is. first picture of him with all the fucking tattoos, like and the grills. Yeah. Yeah, that bugged me. But at the yeah. same time, um, you know, it, it, I felt like with more time with that Joker. Oh, we lost Eric. Eric is out. Yeah, I think he went to go pick up Katuri. Oh. Bye, Eric. Oh. No. All, right. All right. Bye, Bye Eric. Eric. Thanks Later, for contributing. Eric. <laughs> All right. It's just us now. Just the three of us. You're left alone. with Mark. Okay, so now we get to talk about what we think about Eric. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, I just I think that um, it would have been more compelling for Harley if we'd seen a little bit more of her with Joker because all we saw was like this broken woman without him, and she, like, for her to be the one to like make the kill at the end too. I was just like, oh, I don't. Know. I was actually kind of happy that they didn't turn it into the Harley Quinn show because yeah, no, I'm yeah. assuming they're going to eventually want to spin her off into her own Deadpool-esque kind of like franchise. And she'll be amazing. Um, well, I think they're clearly going to use the, the two of them in the next Batman movie. You think they'll use them right up front? <sighs> I, I thought they had good chemistry. Yeah, I think they could. I'd like to see them do something else first, but I, I mean, would I too, guess since we've already had the Joker movie in recent memory. Yeah, for sure, and that that's going to be a hard Joker movie to top. Like, yeah, like that's going to be a hard movie to top. Like, they're going to have to lean really hard on the comic book aspects of like what they're doing in the the shared universe <laughs> compared to what they did in the Dark Knight to yeah. make that stand out well, from as a separate thing. Between, so that, oh, sorry, go on. Like hundreds of us aren't going. Oh shit, this is good, but or this is really bad. And I still have the Dark Knight sitting on my Blu-ray shelf. Yeah. Well, between the post-posthumous Oscar for um, uh, for Ledger and the yeah. amazingness that came out of Mark Hamill's performance as Joker in all of the games and the comics sh- and the shows lately, like animated. Yeah. yeah, the animated yeah. shows, you're gonna have a hard time finding a new Joker voice because it's he's been so well done, like recently that I think the expectation is so high they need to take a break from Joker. Yeah. And that's why I'm curious if they'll go like right into doing the Joker in the first solo Batman Affleck movie. Yeah. Batman. I'd like to see a new Penguin. Yeah, me I, too. Yeah. Although they're doing an amazing job with Penguin on Gotham. Uh, so maybe they'll that. leave that alone for a while. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's possible. The I don't, they've been... He's the best villain on Gotham so far. I don't think the film... Uh, group gets to be told by Fox what they can and can't use though so I'm assuming if they want to use Penguin they're going to be flipping them the bird pretty hard but I can see them not wanting to go Penguin like I always think of Penguin as somebody you would use as like um, 
like a Batman cold open kind of villain as opposed to being like the main villain of a movie. Well, how but, cool would it be if they used um, either Mr. Freeze or the Riddler? Like, I'd love to see dark versions of those two. I, I go watch, uh, is it Heart of Ice? Go watch Heart of Ice again. That's, uh, and they should just make that a movie and I'd be happy with that as a Mr. Freeze movie. Oh, the, the animated series, uh, uh, yeah. episode, you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of um, fear and like you know Joker being scary and like seeing where the next Batman film will come from, I think that's a that's a decent segue into what we were going to talk about. Uh, if you guys want to move to uh, to the other premise of the podcast, I will say one more thing first, yeah, and yeah. that is uh, in terms of the Harley Quinn depiction, I think I I think the most interesting take that there's ever been on Harley Quinn is the sort of post-Joker relationship when she's moved <laughs> on and she is still occasionally like tempted by him but she knows that he's bad for him because in that in Suicide Squad she didn't seem to be anywhere near that point yet like she was yeah. still very much enamored with him and uh you know he was obviously not as into her as she was into him oh but I didn't just... get that interpretation in the movie in the movie he was well, all about Harley Quinn I I saw a couple times where like he was like you know I could just leave this now. Like he didn't jump into the vat right away after her. Right. Like he, there was a minute there where he was just like, all right, I'm going to peace out, leave this crazy bitch behind. And then he was like, fuck, I guess I better go down there after. Her. <laughs> and that was when he jumped in. So I did catch a couple moments like that. But I think, I think definitely the most interesting comic book takes at least are where she's really sort of outgrown him and knows that she knows that he's bad for her, mm-hmm. um, but still has that history there. Um, even oh sorry go on Mark. Uh, even the most like beloved episodes of her in the animated series are still like the ones where it's her and uh, Poison, Poison Ivy, Ivy mm-hmm. yeah, rather than her and the Joker. That would be a good plays... movie actually. Oh yeah, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy, yeah, like Gotham Sirens, like Poison yeah. Ivy, Catwoman, and Harley Quinn against Bat Batfleck. Yeah, actually, I would watch that. that. Yeah, I would watch the shit out of that for sure. Unfortunately, though, they'd always lose. Well, they're yeah. But... <laughs> They can just break out of Arkham Asylum again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like it's... Worst uh, security ever. I did, I did really like the flashback they had to Harley and Joker's costumes because um, my Mark yeah. was telling uh, me that Right that out that of was, the Alex Ross yeah, painting. Exactly. Yeah. Right out of uh, um, the painting and it was just right off the front of the comic and it was just like, yeah, that's that was a nice touch. If there had and been then, more of that in Suicide Squad, I think the movie yeah. would have been better. And then when she pulls that costume out of the trunk first before picking the one that she finally goes with. Yeah. 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 That was a nice touch, too. Like yeah, they, that was really They good. did some like the, nice homages, but not enough. Yeah. There was also the homage. Uh, so John Ostrander was the guy that uh, created Suicide Squad, and that was the name of the federal building that Waller was uh, holed up in that yeah. they have to, like, invade. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice touch. Which was well. a really good pull by you because I was like, I read it and was like, that name sounds familiar, but I don't, I didn't place yeah. it. Um, but yeah, overall for Suicide Squad, uh, I'd give it a C. Yeah, I was giving it like a solid, probably like six, maybe seven out of ten kind of thing. Oh, I wasn't I super yeah thrilled with it, but like it, they, it was a solid way to start. I think it was an I effort. Think it, I think. Sorry, I think the Enchantress was good. I just would have rather have seen her on the side of the fucking squad. Yeah, agreed. Also. The Quiet. I just sorry mm, when the character that Viola Davies played, how she was just like, and then I introduced Waller. Yeah, she oh, was yeah. like, I introduced um, June to the officer. I don't remember his name. 
and Rick you know, Flag. Yeah, Rick Flag, yeah. and I as I expected, a romance budded. I was like, boo, <laughs> boo. Like, and I will just- say. I will say it was a fucking great uh, version of El Diablo. Like, he's a very minor character in the DCU. And yeah. with the exception of some shitty writing, it was really good. Like, especially when he went, like, fucking full, uh, yeah. full Inca or whatever at the yeah, end. That was pretty God. fucking epic. It was, but it did make me laugh that he went full Inca, like, full, like, tilt. But it was a man-made bomb from underground <laughs> that destroyed the building. Yeah. Not this like, <laughs> like amazing, phenomenal powerhouse of a supervillain. No, it was with, a man-made bomb with a two-second timer that clearly killed the fucking dude that set it off. To I know yeah. that's the real Suicide Squad. Yeah. That dude right there. That He's... one dude, yeah. Nobody died but him. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> After he dies. Yeah. And it was the same thing All with, right. like, that just before. It was the same thing with the Enchantress at the end when they threw in dynamite and hit it with a bullet. Not the magic <laughs> that was, like, going through the verse and, like, holding up giant rocks around the building <laughs> or lightning and fire. No, no, no. Yep. It was TNT. More shitty writing. Bullet. Like, come on. Yeah, that that script could have used a couple more passes. I think it was uh, yeah, a lot more. Um, but yes, but yes, let's uh, that that does somewhat segue into what we're going to talk about. Um, so yes. we were um, we were thinking last last podcast we we mentioned um, some things like scary things from our childhood, like movies or um, TV shows that really stuck with you and are not actually that terrifying, but they leave a mark for some yeah. reason or another. And um, it's just, uh, I, I know everybody must have one or two of those at minimum. Like I'll, mine, the most ridiculous of mine is Barney. <laughs> okay. You need to fucking elaborate. I need to hear this story. <laughs> okay. I know like everybody's favorite purple dinosaur, but when I was a kid, my sister, um, was trying to help me find this little Barney doll that I had because I loved Barney for a long time. Um, But uh, he disappeared for like three days. And then one day she came up to me and she was like, hey, uh, Christy, you know, we, uh, I found your Barney doll. And I was like, great. So I go downstairs and she ties me to a chair and has (laughs) a ceremonial hanging. It just got dark. I was going to say, is this story going to get really weird? Yeah, it had a ceremonial hanging of my Barney, like she tied a noose using my dad's earplugs, and I love you. Yeah, and she like the song was playing me. in the background. Oh Jesus Christ! And I saw Barney slowly, you know, swing. <laughs> like a was, this, was it like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where like there was a window or a, a light like casting shadows on him as it swung oh, back and forth? I Holy honestly, shit. I was. So, I just. <laughs> It was so awful. So I was convinced that Barney was dead because being like, you know, like three or four, I... Okay, I, that was my only question. I was like, wait, how old was she when this happened? Yeah, like 15 yeah. years old. That's when I stopped believing in Santa. Um, but no, and I was convinced that Barney was dead. So when Barney was still on TV and still a functioning part of society... I started to like be really scared of him because I thought it was a ghost. 
this is before object permanence set in yes. for you? Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like I still cringe when I hear that song, you know, and, and the I, rare occasion. I still occasion. when I hear that song too, but I think it's for a different reason. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty your terrible. strange psychological torture. torment by your daughter. But it's, so that, this, it's, it's that idea, like man. there's psychological yeah. torture attached to these like fears that we had when we were kids. So this is one I wasn't planning on talking about, but you're uh, talking about Barney just brought it up. Have you guys seen the videos of, uh, I mean, Teletubbies is fucking creepy on its own. Yeah. Have you seen the videos of black and white Teletubbies set to like, uh, like fucking creepy, like existentialist music? No. No. Yeah. It, they're fucking amazing. I'll, I'll like you them some time. Yeah. And, it, and it's, and it feels like just so fucking like creepy, uh, nihilist, like weird shit going on. The fucking baby and the sun just no, cackling shit. and shit and. Um, but yeah, I would say, let's see, I'm going to go for one to start off with for me, uh, that is, was probably not meant to be really creepy, but definitely left a mark on me. And that's Return to Oz, the oh, sequel to, yeah. the sequel to Wizard of Oz with, uh, Feruza Banks as Dorothy. Fruza Balk, uh, right? yeah. Fruza Balk as a, uh, yeah. So the fucking like villain in that, I can't remember her name, but Mommy. she had like, she yeah, she had like all the different fucking heads, all and she could take one off and put a different one on, and her whole like room of heads fucked me right up, and all of like her companions were creepy as shit too. Like it was a fucking creepy axe. Like the Tin Man in that was fucking creepy, and yeah. I can't remember all of them, but yeah, oh, that the, the Jack Pumpkinhead fucking yeah, yeah, the fucking Jack Pumpkinhead that was creepy as shit. The Gnome King. Yeah, that had that weird like stop motiony fucking creepy animation to him. That yeah. we'll probably talk about more later because mine is definitely involves <laughs> some of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. There are some definitely some like eighties like movies that were like kids movies, quote unquote, but were like really fucking terrifying. Well, and Return of the, I actually agree with you on Return to Oz because that's a movie. Um, I think I remember my brother and sister watching it like repeatedly. Yeah, and it's such like mood whiplash when you go from like the Wizard of Oz, and then you put yeah, on Return of Oz. And you're like, this is fucking grim. What is going on here? It's like, it's like fucking John Carpenter's like <laughs> version of Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. The eighties were a time of terror for children because do you remember the Neverending Story? Yeah, we were talking about that one last time. Yeah, that fucked me right up. I think that's what brought up this topic. Was yeah, actually it was us talking yeah. about that one. Falcor yeah. is terrifying, and that giant turtle lady. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I have very. The only reason I'm afraid of that movie is because it felt like it literally was never ending, and it went on for <laughs> 500 hours. And I hated it. I hated that movie. And if you look at it, like if you look back at it, it probably is like a lot shorter than say like any of the Dark Knight movies or anything like that. Yeah. It was but probably it like, like less long... than two hours, but it definitely yeah. felt long for a kid. But the the part that fucked with me the most in that movie was the fucking dead horse, oh! the horse that gets like sucked into the swamp. Oh, that what's his name? fucked me right up. It's um, like a Baxa or something like no, that. No, 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 no. It was like, oh, Atreyu. Atreyu was the kid's name, oh, damn. wasn't it? Never I don't know. Story horse. Story horse. <laughs> um, but you're right. When he's uh, just like going down the mud because he's given up our that right. Yeah. Because he's given up yeah. hope, and he's just yeah. Like, slowly sinking, and you're just like, oh yeah, and he's God. just fucking, uh, yeah, he's just like screaming, wailing at uh, Artax's name, pulling the, his horse, yeah. just like yeah, pulling the fucking yeah. 
Come on, Isn't that the one... we can do it. And like, no, don't they have the wolf in dead. that movie too? Hmm? Isn't that the one with the creepy wolf in that movie too? Like the puppety wolf. Oh, I don't... yeah, maybe. Was that never-ending story? Oh. I'm, back, I'm having a flash of a weird wolf in shadows. Maybe it was the second never-ending story. I just got linked to an article I, I on Dorkly. I sincerely doubt I ever watched the second never-ending story. I hated the first one so <laughs> much. <laughs> There's an article on Dorkly called uh, Eight Reasons Why the Never-Ending Story is a Psychological Horror Show. <laughs> <laughs> Please read us the captions of those the reasons. The captions? Uh, let's we'll see. Po- number... We can post the article later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God damn it! Uh, number eight. The movie begins with Bastion's dad ridiculing him about his dead mom. Shit! I don't even remember that part. I don't remember uh, either. Isn't that John Wesley's ship too? Like TV's Flash? Uh, the dad? No, no. It's um. Oh, he's a recognizable character actor. I can't remember the guy's name. I could have swore it was the Flash. Um, MDB that while he's reading. Yeah, uh, but it's no. It's not John Wesley's ship. Um, seven. Bastion's bullies are creepily committed to taunting him. Uh, six, Artax, the horse that ruined an entire generation. So there you go, they got us there. Yeah, seriously, like, that that was probably, like, one of my earliest sort of introductions to, you know, death, basically. Uh, yeah, totally. It was devastating. Because, like, oh, everything's worse when animals die. That's why Marley yeah. and me destroyed a nation. But, yeah. um, Artax was, I never saw it. He was just, like... He was all. He was nothing but good. He got yeah, this exactly. kid through a, so much. Oh, uh, that kind of that's kind of like, the, like um, shadow faxy. Uh, mm-hmm. Optimus Prime dying when we were kids. That's, yeah, but he came back like fucking later the same movie. Yeah, Artax was like. Or no, sorry. The, well, no, that was that it. Was like two, season. It was like the end of the next season. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Still, that's a good when point. When I saw that, I was like, I am bummed out. Okay. Not yeah. scared, but bummed out. Artax did yeah. come back, though. Remember in that final flashback when he's, fl- <laughs> when he's flying with Falcor? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just throw up in your mouth because you had no, to mention okay. Falcor. Actually, <laughs> I should, I'm going to tell this story really quick. we do quick. a whole, a whole uh, episode of puke takes? <laughs> well, <laughs> we could. Okay, so I actually have... Oh, the dad was major dad. This is going to make Mark very happy. Yes, it was major dad. Um, So this is going to make Mark very happy. Um, (laughs) This Mark? Your Mark. You Mark and my Mark. Both Marks. But, um, so, what happened, I have a bit of a gag reflex when I get scared. (laughs) (laughs) So. I like it already. um, Keep continuing. I have a gag reflex about three things, really. Um. And, uh, oh no, two, is it two things? Uh, anyway, one is, uh, no, one is, um, unfinished pottery. Can, I can't, can <laughs> I can't touch unfinished. Uh, I can't, she almost puked. I can't touch it without getting upset. And the other one is, is giant mouths. Um, because so you're not a- okay, so Falcor was part of the reason this was so terrifying. But <laughs> the other, there's two other major reasons, and one of them pertains directly to this. And I was going to bring it up anyway. The first one is when I watch. Sorry, when I watch. If she on camera, this is going to be the best podcast of all time. We're releasing <laughs> the video for this. Podcast. I'm going to start screen recording right now. No, please don't. <laughs> So the first one was the country bear jamboree when I was <laughs> and liver lips, liver lips McGraw. Oh God, liver lips. There was day. Liver alone. 
blood on the saddle and blood all around Stop. and a great Can you see my cheeks blushing as you're doing yes. oh blood all around I'm gonna fucking die you guys are killing me <laughs> you should not bring up country bear jamboree in front of a Disney nerd you know, we, will, we should have a Disney podcast one day cause you and I will yeah. riff but I can't like I really, I really so, like, struggle with it. If I bring up, if I bring up like Mick Jagger or Steven Tyler, are it's you not the same. It's not the same. Or the what about the mouth of Sauron in the Return of the King, mm. with that big fucking nasty mouth with all the black stained teeth? Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna fucking blow. She's gonna fucking yarp. No, that one didn't bother me as much. <laughs> For me, okay, the major one though, besides the liver. Liverless. <laughs> I'm trying so hard, guys. Liverless, my girl. Was um, it was Totoro. He's so scary. <laughs> you know my neighbor, my neighbor Totoro. Yeah, I know. Fucking scariest. Eric is so sorry he missed this. It's oh the my God. scariest shit I've ever seen. Like, like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we Should we move, move on before you fucking puke? We need to move on because I'm trying. I'm trying to eat dinner while we're doing this, and I. We need to. Oh that's my. Right, Mark, that's my Mark, scariest. Mark, I think it's your that's, turn. It's my scariest. Oh. Is my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dying. Like watching Christy's facial expressions are just killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... on the saddle. Well, fuck you, Mark. I'm taking my headphones out. Anyway, my anywhere near as amusing as this because it's really just us talking about David Bowie's dick at this point. Oh. Mine's and all so Jim flushed. Henson production puppet things. So Labyrinth and uh, I think Dark Crystal were the two that really fucked me up. Oh yeah. Uh, when I was younger, all that stop motion animation Mark, makes me made me super uneasy. Move a little closer to your mic. Why? Because we couldn't hear you very well. You can't hear me. Yeah. That's because I'm trying not to laugh directly into Sorry. it while I watch you would not throw up. I'm not gonna puke. Camera. But anyway, you so Dark Crystal. Mm. Yeah, Dark Crystal does horrible. Has brings back horrible memories of uh, being terrified of weird, creepy puppet things that should not have been shown to kids ever, ever. And Labyrinth's no better. Um, oh. God, I love Magic Dance, but, like, I'm trying to think of what it was. I think it's the hand things as she's falling. Totally. And they make the faces. And yeah, stuff that and was shit. creepy as fuck. It's very, like, up. um, what's that? Pan's Labyrinth. All the hands. Yeah. And then, uh, even the little dude, uh, her little buddy, the little fucking creepy guy. God damn it, I can't remember his name. Uh... My sister's going to be pissed at me if she listens to this for not remembering the name of this character. But her little companion. The little, uh, the dog, the little no, 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 uh, no, no, Yorkie no, like the one? Guy, the, the guy who's actually with Oh, uh, the fucking Nomi guy. Yeah. Um, e Igor or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is why we have the internet, Mark. Yeah, buddy, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, but yeah. You're still, you're still a little far from the mic, Mark. Am I really? Yeah. But it's it's true, like um, stuff like that. Boggle. Like you watch it now, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst thing. Out? What was that, Mark? 
No, I think Tim just dropped out. Are you still there, Tim? Yeah, he's coming. I'm back. still in the I'm still in the Zencaster. I'm just uh, dropped out of the video call for a minute. Listeners, um, one day we'll actually have a podcast where we don't talk about what's going on behind the scenes. We promise. Yeah. But today but is not that day. <laughs> it's part of our charm, though. I think. Um, it was Hoggle, the name of the character. I hate that little creepy fucker. Um, the little... sorry. I think it's Hoggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hoggle's the dude. Yep. Yeah, I hate that little creepy bastard. I can't stand looking at him. Uh. So those are those are my those are the two big ones that like as a kid I don't remember like a lot of things super scaring me as a kid like that. Um, well, how did you guys feel about? Maybe you were just old enough that it wasn't terrifying, but I've never been able to watch the um, the scene in Jurassic Park with the Dilophosaurus when he's just like oh when he kills Nedry <laughs> oh when he sprays sprays Nedry in the eyes Newman no, I was like Newman yeah, yeah Newman sure. Uh, I was like 12 when that movie came out. That didn't really bother me too much. I don't think. How, I still can't watch that? it. 93? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that didn't do much. That didn't do too much to me. Um, the Labyrinth stuff early on. I remember as a kid, um, some really weirdly, I would watch Ghostbusters on repeat. Um, I don't want to bring up Ghostbusters too much because I know it's going to scar our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of the episodes of the animated show were a lot creepier than they had any right to be for a kid's show. And I remember some, like, I think it was the Boogeyman specifically kind of got me like, oh, that was weird. Well, the um, the, sh- the shitty off-brand version of the Ghostbusters was uh, just terrifying in general. Well, that was just bad, though. Well, we're talking <laughs> about the 2016 movie, right? Like, that's yeah. the hey. shitty off-brand Ghostbusters? <laughs> no. Hey. The no. fucking, the one with the gorilla. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They should remake that as a major motion picture. I'm waiting for that movie. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> They'd probably be better than the movie we just saw. Mm. But yes, Hoggle, Hoggle was pretty fucking it. creepy. Yeah. But yeah. Well, anything um, like puppety that's yeah, evil, well. like it looks like your childhood toy, you know? Like your childhood toy is not supposed to come to life and murder you in your sleep like Chucky. You know, it's supposed to be fluffy <laughs> and loving. But when I think that's why puppets probably freaked me out when I was a little bit younger, because if they were evil, it was just like, don't do that. Yeah. Because of Child's Play, though? I never saw Child's Play. I was just using it as a reference that any more people would get. (laughs) Except Toy Story was a movie where toys come to life, and that was delightful. Yeah, it was delightful. There's nothing terrifying about Toy Story except in Toy Story 3 when they're almost all going to die because they're in that fiery pit. (laughs) <laughs> spoilers guys spoilers yeah spoilers for a three-year-old movie four-year-old movie. movie yeah um speaking of terrifying though just as a side note have you guys seen lights out yet no what is that it's a new okay do you remember that youtube um the youtube sensation that came out and it was a, a little short film of a woman turning a light on and off and a shadow figure was getting Closer and closer. Closer, and closer. Oh. I think I saw the joke version of that where the two guys beat the shit out of the thing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, they made a <laughs> full. Length, the original. They made a full length feature based. Can I just it. say? Can I just say? YouTube sensation is a phrase that only millennials use. Yeah. Also, <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great term. Maybe you should start using it. Get in touch with your roots. YouTube sensation. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, no, um, it's just a really good horror movie that I watched, The Drive-In with Suicide Squad. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we have a drive-in near us that I need to start going to more, because it's like eight bucks for like two movies kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's there's crazy. One, there's one just like, 
between me and like the main part of Oakville that's uh that's pretty good that I've been to a couple times, so it's nice yeah. to yeah. It's the sort of thing where I, I wouldn't like go see a movie there that I actually like am really interested in seeing kind of thing. But you know, mm-hmm. if I just want to kind of hang out and have a good time, and like I'd go see, I normally wouldn't go see comedies uh, in a theater, but I'd go see a comedy at a uh, drive-in. It makes for a, uh, and this is like inside base, whatever, like a little, totally off topic, but it's totally a good date night. If anybody, yeah, <laughs> oh totally, that's like what that. I did last yeah. night with Mark, my Mark. It, oh, oh okay. yeah, what did you do in the car? Yeah, we watched movies. Boo. I know it was. Yeah. There were so like, many. Was it, was it interracial porn? I wish. <laughs> no, it was. Um, Just set it up on the dashboard. <laughs> I wanted to get it on during Suicide Squad because I was bored. <laughs> you to watch the movie. I was like, eh. like a proper nerd. Eh. <laughs> like a proper nerd, he turned you down so he could watch yeah. his comic book movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I need to see this. Ah, I have to write about it on the internet. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a perfect impression yeah. well we just heard him laughing at you in the background we almost threw up all over your webcam so. <laughs> there he is again there, there is again. was <laughs> blood on the side <laughs> alright moving on uh, let's I've go back to Disney my, for a minute I've given you my kryptonite but yeah. yeah you have <laughs> and that was a terrible decision um, gonna I'm going to say uh, out of in terms of Disney movies, Pinocchio really fucked me up, especially it's terrifying. Yeah, the the shit where they're all fucking turning into donkeys. That is, and and Monstro. Both of those are just fucking like Monstro's horrified me bad. as a child. Monstro's not as bad because Pinocchio's just inside Monstro. Like, I mean, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Phrasing? Yeah. Yeah, phrasing. It's <laughs> like it's much scarier with, to be with his nose getting longer. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> but um. <laughs> monstro talk about not not so monstro but sorry really? i must have, I that must have been a deleted scene where they show his fucking whale dick well that's the problem you, you saw so much of monstro you never saw his dick so i mean like so you know, clearly it's not existing he suffers from a growing not showing <laughs> fair enough but um no i agree with you like pinocchio was terrifying because when they were becoming donkeys that was just because they were being like kind of bad kids yeah, that's like fucking crazy body horror right there. Like donkeys, it was terrifying. Like when they, they were struggling and like the the actual like weeping of the children, like that's so yeah. scary. They're yeah. a lot more careful about that in modern Disney than they were in like some of the older ones. Because even uh, the the witch scenes in Snow White, uh, not me, but like my I remember my sister freaking out a lot at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's big sequences in Sleeping Beauty that are. Maybe not scary per se, but at least off-putting enough that could be like, why is this in a kids' movie? How is yeah. this a kids' movie? So. Or fucking Dumbo with the pink elephant shit. Oh like that's God. a crazy acid trip. Yeah, a good call. Yeah, true. That's that's a weird watch if you're. Because yeah. even uh, isn't it is it Heffalumps and Woozles and yeah. is that Winnie the Pooh? That's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's also fuck too. pretty fucking acid trippy. Yeah, but. The weird thing, and this is totally apropos of nothing, well, except the fact that we're talking about Dumbo. Does anybody, everybody here realize that Dumbo is only a fucking hour long movie? What? No. It's only like I 60 minutes. It. Are you serious? I haven't seen that movie yeah. in a long time. Oh, man. It's so weird that, like, when you're a kid, everything seems longer. But yeah. someone <laughs> actually told me that that's actually because we have no reference for time because our lives are so short and, like, compact at that point you really don't have any idea of what time means because you cannot fundamentally understand what it is. 
Well, but not only that, you have so much free time, right? That you don't really have the same commitments you have as an adult. So Mm -hmm. spending two hours watching a movie doesn't mean anything to you. You don't have other things that you're like, fuck, I should be doing, you know, should be doing fucking dishes or laundry or some (laughs) horse shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mowing the lawn like I did today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's talk work. about fucking terrifying things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a being a fucking adult with actual responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Here you go. Dating in your thirties. You want to talk about horror shows? Aren't you Jesus dating Christ. someone now? I kind of am. Yeah, but it's still a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't do it on your period. Well, gotta get your red belt somehow, guys. Gotta get your red belt somehow. <laughs> And Christy's disgusted by us. He's going to eat my chicken and shake my head. (laughs) Um, But no, it's true. Being an adult is freaking terrifying. When I got in a car accident recently and I got the bill for that, I was like, motherfucker. I can't. I can't. You mean for the the repairs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Because you're in Canada. You don't get fucking bills for the healthcare. No. We keep telling you to come home. Come, come home. Collection. That shit scares me. Yeah. Now. Me too. Yeah. That that's another fucking horror show. Is the 2016 election. Well, they said Hillary had a really nice comeback in the polls, which is good. Some Republicans yeah. have been turning on Trump. Yeah. I mean, he's he's fucking disaster in terms of the eyes of the Republican Party. Unfortunately, they're only about 0.1 percent of the people that will be voting Vote for, for him. him. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting, scary November. So Yeah, it is. Maybe the Halloween, Mayans got Halloween's going to be extended another week this year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Mayans <laughs> actually got it wrong and we just read the calendar. Or they got it right and then we read the calendar wrong. And the yeah, actual end of days is coming. 2016? Yeah. End of days. Uh, end of days. But, um, no, I don't know. Stuff like that, it's so freaky because you don't. When you're a kid, you know, you're scared of the dark and you're scared of, you know, things that you see on a a screen that you know aren't real. And sure, we carry some of that with us, but I find that I'm genuinely more scared um, of things like politics now than I am of scary movies. Yeah. I find it much more, well, it's more concerning to me that uh, there's enough dumb people in the world that Donald Trump could become president of the United States, but like also morbidly curious to see it kind of happen, because maybe I just kind of want to watch the world burn a little bit, because <laughs> I think that might be what happens there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny that we brought Donald Trump up in each of our episodes so far. Yeah, keeps coming back to it. He's coming well, back. We're not a political he's... podcast, but... <laughs> no, not at all, but he's uh, he's all over the news all the time. It's kind of hard to not talk about him, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, let's go for one that is probably was meant to be creepy, but uh, probably scared me more than it should have, and that's Gremlins. I have okay. never seen Gremlins. What? Really? I've never, never seen, seen the original it. Gremlins? No. How's that? You have to go watch that shit. <laughs> I have to it's go awesome. watch it. Mark, we still yeah. can't hear you very well. Sorry, I'm leaning back again. <laughs> uh, no, you need to go watch that movie. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. But yeah, don't I mean, watch, I, I think I think sequel. <laughs> I think I was young enough that it just uh, probably I pro it was probably one of those things that I watched before I was really old enough that I should have watched it. Yeah. Okay. I had the same experience with The Exorcist, where like mm-hmm. I, it, it's it's scary enough 
and the book creeped me out when I read it later, but I think I was so young when I initially watched it that, like, to this day, I still have, like, if I even see that little girl, like, that makeup or whatever, like, I saw one of those, what were those things that were going around the internet for the longest time, like, those screamer things, and there was a picture of uh, Linda Blair in the makeup, like, I would freak the fuck out, like, (laughs) shit bothered me for a long time. Yeah. In terms of like a true horror movie that I probably saw before I was old enough, I I definitely saw some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies when I was pretty young. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, Alien Three. Alien Three was the first Alien movie that I saw, mm-hmm. and still I I still think is highly underrated uh, in terms of the franchise. Um, but yeah, that was another one that fucked me up because I saw it probably when I was like ten or something like that, and that's pretty fucking young to see that fucking Alien oh. movie. That's all, like, sci-fi horror suspense that, like, you, as a kid, you probably are like, oh, that could happen. I remember seeing the first one and thinking it was kind of boring because it was, it's so slow moving oh, at the start no, and so yeah. it kicks in. Yeah. Um, Actually, no, wait, the math doesn't work on that. Alien 3 didn't come out until, like, 1993, right? Okay, so I would have been, like, yeah. 12, which is yeah. still pretty young to see that shit. I once snuck down. I was, I was always horrified by that movie because of how fucking boring it is, yeah. but. Um. <laughs> I was, uh, this isn't even that scary of a movie, but when I was about 10, I think I was 10, maybe I was a little bit older, I snuck down while my cousins were all watching Sleepy Hollow with uh, Johnny Depp. The Johnny Depp version? Yeah. yeah and Christina Reese. And I just remember. And here's, and here's where we age ourselves. I saw that shit in theaters. Yeah. I want to, yeah, I want to date in that movie in high yeah. school. Same here. <laughs> but I just remember the tree, like I came down where they were like breaking bits out of the tree. And it was oh, yeah, where it, like, blood. Swallows. Doesn't it, like, swallow somebody at some point, the tree? Yeah, it, it swallows the headless horseman, but right. it's, like, spewing blood as they're ripping it apart, right? And I just remember, yeah. like, spe- like putting my head around the corner and just, like, trying to trying to watch what was happening so no one could see me because I'd been explicitly told I was not allowed to see this movie. And <laughs> um, I just remember, like, watching it and being like, Because ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it wasn't even that scary. It was the fact, though, that, like, um, it was just a lot of blood and a lot of dark and a lot of like um, bare, very bad Johnny Depp English accent. Well, that's yeah. kind that's of scary. all Johnny Depp English accents. <laughs> um, I think go- even going back to the Disney stuff, kind of yeah. uh, tangentially, but like their Sleepy Hollow, oh, an animated... the the Ichabod and Mr. Ichabod. Crane. Yeah, that creeped me out a little bit when I was that headless horseman, a horseman, yeah, or <laughs> horman. That headless whore. Tim's <laughs> um, all about the horse today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that w- that one was also pretty fucked up. What was the other one? Oh, Fantasia, the the demon shit at the end. Like oh with the, yeah, Chernabog. with the Chernabog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so. I freaking love that segment. Like it's my favorite. I, I do too. Yeah. Now, but like so when I was a kid, I remember being like, "Well, that's weird." I think like the floating are... skeletons and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, no, Actually, even the um, the little the brooms attacking Mickey. I was like, "That's what is going yeah, on here?" The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Really cool when I saw that, though. But that was a good reason. Like that was a good um, showing for why music was so influential to mood. Right. That was one yeah. of the first times I realized that, like, watching Fantasia, that music really made um, the experience what it is. Yeah. Like, well, that's 90% of your jump scares in, like, modern horror is, like, it's just because they play a loud sound at the same time, right? Or when it's it so goes, cheap. yeah, when it goes, like, you know, you have this build of tension and then the silence hits. Yeah. You're like, yeah. 
lack of music is worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Disney did like some. I mean, have you guys ever seen Songs of the South? Yes. Well, come on. We're, are we going to talk about racism now? Hey, yes. racism is scary. Yeah, agreed, <laughs> but still. Um, but no, no, you know what's scary is when he was in the briar patch and like yeah. he'd been thrown in and the tar. Remember when he's stuck in the tar? The tar baby? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, this we is, just we we bit. just we just got totally deleted. Our yeah. podcast just got yeah. deleted from iTunes as we said that. Because you said tar baby. Because I said tar baby. Oh, <laughs> I genuinely thought you meant the last like hour and a bit we've been recording. I was like, no, oh, no, <laughs> no. We're we're still running smoothly as far as I can tell here. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, tar is inappropriate. But um, <laughs> it's the best ride in Disney World, though. What the tar baby? One of the best rides. No, the how do you do? Well, they're going like through Splash yep. Mountain. Yep. They used a... to have they used to have a tar baby in that ride. Actually, they t- had to take it out. Yeah, because it's oh. super inappropriate. He's <laughs> super inappropriate. Super inappropriate. <laughs> I've never been to Disney, so I what? I'm trying yeah. to take my mark to Disney in the next oh. year because it's seriously it's so fun. It's just my parents. Yeah, my I parents were never like never big on like the 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 big Florida vacation, so we never went. I no interest. I have no now now I have no interest in going. Oh, you, but it's... you you want to go to Universal, Mark? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. For, for, for like Halloween Horror the... Nights or something. Yeah. The Jurassic Park ride Universal particularly quite good. Yeah. And I've heard I've heard those are fun. I just I I'm not a big uh, amusement park guy to begin with. Ever I have a. Uh, but it's like adult horror. Like I have two herniated discs in my back that make any kind of like jolty ride yeah. really, really fucking tricky to like navigate. So I don't usually go like. But that's why Disney we're... and Universal are great because there's so much to do just without needing to go on these like chaotic around. rides. There's so much to do and see, and like if it's part of your youth, it's just so magical. Disney wasn't always like a big. I think my brother and sister got into it more than I did. My sister's nuts. Like there's Disney shit all over the house here, <laughs> but um. Uh, I was never big Disney stuff. Like I don't. I've I watched the movies, but it was never like, oh, I grew up on Disney. I grew up on like Transformers. I think more yeah. than anything else. <laughs> but that's why Universal would be better for you. Yeah, I'd see. That's the thing now with Disney owning uh, Marvel and Star Wars stuff. They they're talking about putting those rides in that are more focused on yeah. like areas that are more focused on that stuff. And as much as like. I'm probably the least big Star Wars fan of the group of us. I'd still be curious to see what they do for um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I can see what you're saying. I, I won't lie, though. When I went to um, Universal for the first time a couple of years ago, I haven't been back since, and I really want to, but going to Harry Potter World, I lost my shit. Like, <laughs> I was I was at the gate, and the music started. It was like, na 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 and I started like elbowing twelve year olds. I was like, "Get the hell!" <laughs> and I'm just like running. And like my dad was like, "Christy, where? Let's chill, and relax." And I was just like, "There's no time!" Yeah. Like I went right to a wand shop. I'm was... a wizard, Harry. <laughs> but um, I was so excited that within a sea of seven to like thirteen year olds. They had to pick me to get my wand selected in Ollivander's shop. Oh, nice. Because I was just like, I walked in and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and, so they... and you were you were 22 at the time or something like that? Is I that what you're trying to say? 23. Oh, oh she, is, she is far from the only like 20-something year old that well, is. Oh, I know. One of my, one of my co-workers uh, went, up, so. 
And when she came back, all she talked about for four days was her getting her wand picked. And I was just like, that sounds like a euphemism for something. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, I was just really I mean, disappointed because I... my wand was really shitty. So I just went and exchanged it for Dumbledore's. <laughs> I'm not even that big of a Harry Potter fan. Like, I've never read the books. I've watched the movies, like, once. But that area, they just done such an amazing job on. Like, it's so well-themed. It's so immersive. Um, they've done such a great job in terms of, like, bringing in, like, all the food and everything and all the shops and stuff that they, I mean, it's just impressive even if you're not a massive Harry Potter fan. Yeah. I'd be curious to see, like, if we're going back to the theme of the podcast, like, what somebody younger deals with those Harry Potter books especially because there's some really yeah. kind of horror elements to the books yeah that, when you get into the higher I was like, in my 20s when I read them yeah. um so I was like yeah okay great but like I'm assuming if you're reading them up like as your kids are aging or something like that that would be something that they could probably talk about on Geeks with Kids that we'd have no experience with any of us <laughs> here so well you know it's funny reading I can I can speak from experience because I read them with my parents um millennial but um was... i was gonna say we're gonna talk about pokemon next right because it's got another thing hey like, man <laughs> i'm like all about pokemon go but um it was the idea of like it, the books matured with their audience which was really cool and there wasn't another series that did it like that before for like a mass generation i think we had buffy yeah buffy was a tv yeah. show though and a comic i guess i should i should Check myself now, before age, I wreck myself. And Tim and I, Tim and I have that the because we're both eighty one. Eric would probably be the same. We were the same yeah, age as Buffy as she went up. Yeah. Too. So it like at least for eighty people who were born in eighty one, it was like very much like oh, she's going through the same shit we're going through, and it sucks for her just as much as it sucks for us. Yeah. Except yeah, she's smoking hot with fucking superpowers, and we are really <laughs> not. So. Well, and fighting vampires mm -hmm. yeah to be fair her first boyfriend did end up being a vampire my first girlfriend was just a bitch so <laughs> similar they both you know suck the life out of you yeah exactly they both suck but <laughs> angel and tried to end the world she just kind of made me want to kill myself for a couple of weeks isn't that heartwarming she just tried another... to end your world yeah that's another theme of horror <laughs> bad exes we should talk about that yeah. one day <laughs> um... Uh, but, no, we are not because I will probably end up in jail if I start going off about that. <laughs> the listeners, if one of you is Mark's ex and you know who you oh, are, God, I hope not. <laughs> um, but um, speaking of that, though, with, like horror and theme parks, kind of going back to it, I would love to see a theme park based solely around horror films. Like I know they do the the nightmare thing um, at yeah, it's basically Halloween Horror Nights is that. Yeah. But I'd so, love to see something that was was really well put together, you know, like not just a, a, a month-long thing, like something that took thought and evolution. So the theming and stuff at Halloween Horror Nights, the houses that they do there really are like second to none. So like they plan all year for those houses. Mm -hmm. um, so they are really well themed. I mean, they're not like, you know, they're obviously not like rides. They're just walkthrough attractions. So there's not that, but... Uh, Universal just recently put in a permanent Walking Dead attraction. Did they? Um, it is it is still a, basically a haunted house. It's still a walkthrough, but it is like it's there permanently um, because it's been so popular at uh, Halloween Horror Nights. That's awesome. So, and it, it's, the, the ones that I've that. been through, I've been I think I, I think I was through it the first year that they did it. I um, mean, they had like the um, "Don't Open Dead Inside" or as yeah. as it actually reads. Don't dead open inside. 
<laughs> um, they oh, had that yeah. door with like people, you know, clawing through it and stuff like that. And there was like tons of what they call characters, uh, like behind fences that would jump out at you and shit like that. And uh, it was really it. So they do a real a really good job. And I think if the market was there, then absolutely they would yeah, kind of put it year round thing. They really have a theme park based around that kind of stuff that kids can't go to. So it yeah. kind of makes it tricky to keep it going. Well, yeah. I had a really good my best experience one of those haunted horror things. We like we Eric and I grew up near Niagara Falls, so there's all Screamers? Those... Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. I punched <laughs> I punched a motherfucker in the face. <laughs> scaring me from behind i just turned around and slipped him and then you got banned forever i well they kicked me out that night but it was like i'm like well maybe don't scare the six foot five guy (laughs) maybe he's gonna have an adverse reaction to you like grabbing him from behind and yeah my fist connected with his jaw really hard (laughs) so at uh at halloween horror nights at universal um back this is back when my sister and i uh worked at disney world for a year which is totally different story Um, oh my god we need to tell that story one day yeah Yeah. uh so we went to halloween horror nights and uh it was um partially in islands of adventure in the jurassic park area and they had like swamp creatures that were like hiding in the foliage and one of them my sister had just gotten like this giant fucking like theme park sized uh soda and somebody jumped out at her and she fully threw the whole fucking thing right into the face (laughs) and like and the, the amazing part was, like, he jumped out at her, and we couldn't see him. But right after that, fucking security jumped out, and we had no idea where he came from either. Like, he, he was, like, just as hidden as the fucking, like, scary dressed-up guys and was like, hey, 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 and asked if, like, the dude in the suit was okay, and he said, yeah, I'm fine. And then they, like, gave my sister a warning, and then we wandered off sheepishly. Yeah, I had to apologize to some dude who was, like, <laughs> probably five years older than I was at the time. Like, he was probably... We must have been in high school. Just trying maybe, to get like, through college. Like, he was probably yeah, exactly. just working his way through Brock or something like that. Professional I, hazard. Yeah, I full-on punched him in the fucking head. So. Um, I was doing one of the um, the walks when I was, like, I had to be 12 or 13 with um, my aunt uh, and Niagara, the Dracula house. Yeah. And I had asthma at the time, <laughs> and it was panic-induced. So I, I was, I don't know why I thought going why in here was, even go in? I don't know why I was, yeah. it was dumb. My brother wanted yeah, to go. Really. So, um, we were walking through it and I remember a werewolf guy came and grabbed my shoulder and I screamed like, like one of those just idiotic girls that you see on, on YouTube. Um, and, um, I lost my shit so hard that like I screamed and ran through the entire house lost a shoe and like as I was getting to the end I almost fainted because I was like having an asthma attack and the the first aid people had to come out and be like ma'am ma'am it is okay it was just a boy in a suit and I was like 12 just like like and the guy eventually came out and was like I'm really sorry <laughs> That's funny. Isn't isn't the Dracula house like the really fucking corny one too? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they took me in there because it was the least scary. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a panic-induced asthma attack. That's amazing. Well done. Yeah. At least nobody in there had a really big mouth. <laughs> the death stare that Christy is giving me right now, you guys, is totally worth that comment. Yeah. And with that, I think we might end the episode. (laughs) 
Um, but uh, thank you for joining us this time with uh, Dance Robot Dance. Almost said Geeks with Kids. Um, well, not all the Geeks with Kids are here. Um, hopefully, we'll have uh, more of our team back next time. But uh, for this round, uh, I've been happy to be your host. Just, and I'm Christy. I'm Tim. I'm Mark. And uh, we are Dance Robot Dance. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our Facebook page. And, uh, yeah, leave us some comments. uh, And hopefully we'll see you around, uh, or your ears will hear us next time. All right. Take care, everybody. There was... We're going to hate you so much. (laughs) Please, Barb. I'm still recording. Please, Barb. (laughs) Come on. Keep singing, Tim. Blood no. on the ground. Oh, let's take our headphones out. <laughs> this is well, Liver this is Lips good. signing off. This is good quality TV right here. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is Sorry, quality I'm content right here. Oh, man, I'm having a blast. <laughs> Keep going. Come on. It's a dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Oh. All right.